Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Well, okay, here we go. You know, wh- what's important, What's what can be a huge part of your success is if you if you find a balance. If you find a balance in your life. That's, that's been very important for me. And I've really never phrased it this way until now, but I was kind of thinking about it after my wife and I. I mean, we set up one night recently, man. You know, I often come on here, and this is kind of an inspirational moment of the show, and I, I try to remind people about that most important relationship between you and God. And that's, that's the apex of it. That's, that's, the, that's the top of the crown. You gotta form the relationship with God. If you don't, everything else struggles. It's hard to be a good husband without God. It's hard to be a good family man without God. It's hard to be successful without God, man. It's hard to be hard to get through this thing called life without God. So that's clear. But at the same time, you can't talk about God twenty four seven. You got to go to work. Come on, man. Let's just be real. I ain't I ain't your pastor. And I ain't at your church. But let's just be real about it. You know, people tell you you got to keep your mind stayed on him and all like that. That's that's a true statement. You got to keep your mind stayed in that area. I don't, I'm not here to tell you how to live, but you got to keep your mind stayed in that area of God, of doing the right thing, caring about people. That's what I took it as. Now, I could be wrong. I apologize if I'm not saying it the way you've been taught. I can only do me. Now, but after that, you got to go to work. You got to have some fun. You got to take care of your business. And that's the balance you have to find. So it, once you focus on shoring up your relationship with God, you got you to gotta balance this now. Now you got to allocate some time, I don't care who you are, for your family. If you're going to have a family, you got to allocate some time for them. See, we can't just marry these women or make these kids and then neglect them. And fellas, especially if I'm talking to men out here, ladies, you can listen too, but uh, listen, if you find yourself struggling in your life, man, and you can't seem to get it together, let's just go over a couple of things. The first two things, if you find yourself struggling, you can't seem to pull it together and reach your goals and get to where you want to go, let's let's just do a, a check. How is your relationship with God? And then next how much time are you taking to allocate for your family? Now, your family don't always live in your house. But if you made them, they're yours. And the responsibility to them is never lessened because you don't stay there no more. Because you and the girl broke up. You and the woman don't speak. That, hey, man, that don't ever release you from the obligation. Feel me when I'm telling you this now. Because I'm not telling you something I'm wondering about. I've had to live through them years. So two things you can start looking at. If you're not where you want to be and you ain't, you ain't really solid, you can't figure out why you keep spinning your wheels. Have you just done a random inventory, man? Have you just checked on your relationship with God? Have you checked on the time you're spending 
dedicated towards your family, your children that you created. If, if them two things is out of sync, man, that I can tell you right now, you can go on and get to explaining yourself away just like that. Hey, man, how come you ain't where you want to be? Well, because, man, I really ain't. But if you really ain't, then you really ain't. The third thing is you got to allocate the necessary time for your business. You got to handle your business. All of this, man, is, is the way it works. And the order, the order is God first, family second. Then you got to handle all your business. But as men, this is what we do. If I don't handle my business, I can't take care of my family. True statement, but if your business is in front of your family, you out of order. Now, nah, that's all we're talking about now, ain't it? See, that's that's all we really saying here now, fellas. You know, you know, I mean, I mean, come on, man. You know, let's let's have a real conversation about being better. You know, if you done created these children, you gotta handle your business. You may not like the girl no more. You and the woman might have broken up. Y'all might go your own way. But what that got to do with the child, though, man? You got to handle your business. They got to know who daddy is. That's your obligation, man. And God ain't letting you off the hook for that. Try it. Go ahead and try it. And, and think you're going to get off the hook with that. Because you're not, man. You're just not. I'm sorry, man. Dog, Steve, why you coming like that? Because I did it like that. I did it, man. I was over here trying to reshape my life, get myself up on my feet. When I was homeless, man, and trying to come back, man, I thought I had to take care of me first and then so I can neglect it, caring about them kids. Man, that ain't how it worked, man. God kept his knee on my neck for a long time for that one right there till I finally learned the lesson. Hold up, man. Put these phone calls in. Go spend some time. Do something. And, and it started turning around for me. You know, I can't be there all the time because I am out here on the grind and the hustle. But at the same time, man, some more phone calls, some more letters, some more ha-ha-he-he's, something. Then take care of your business, man. You got to work hard to be successful. You know, I, sometimes I don't put that in there. I just live it and I expect my sons to emulate that. But I got to talk to them all the time. How hard you got to work to be something. It's an all-out assault on it, man. If you got a target in mind, you got a goal, you got to wake up every day trying to get there. And you can't get tired of it because it's, 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 it never ends. You're going to always be this way. That's how life is designed and set up. you got to be a hard worker, man. If you're always looking for some time to chill and, man, I want to go do what I want to do, you ain't going to make it. In order to be successful, you have to do a series of things that you're uncomfortable doing. And work is the thing that most of us are uncomfortable doing. It's so much easier to chill. Man, I wish I could kick back with a cigar, man, all the time. But I can't, man. I can't. Because I got to work. Then, the last piece of the balance pie, Balance piece is you got to take some time out to enjoy yourself. But if you ain't where you want to be, you ain't got a lot of time to enjoy yourself. Quit thinking, man, that this balance is even. It's a whole lot of God, a whole lot of family, a whole lot of business, and a little bit of chilling. The chilling can't be equal to the family, the business, or your God. If the chilling is equal to any of them, you ain't going to make it. Quit 
chilling, man, and go to work like a man. Do what you're supposed to do. Work on your family. Work on your relationship. Work on your God. Work on your business. And then when you chill, you might not chill as long, but you sure going to chill bigger. You're going to ball bigger, baby. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, animal trainers, circus participants, all of you who have wanted to gather yourselves and decided for some reason not to. I welcome everybody to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a new day. It is another reason to give thanks to Almighty God. I have a reason. Every breath I take is because of Him. Man, I'm grateful. Gratitude affects your attitude, which is in direct correlation with your altitude. Understand that now. Get your tunes in order. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Shirley Strawberry still off. The one and only Carla Pharrell, Mouth of the South, Mississippi Monica Jr., whose government name is Kill Spate, and the legend that is Nephew Tommy. Boy, here for another one. Junior, what's on your mind today? Well, you know what, Uncle Man, let's talk about this, man. You've been here 65 years, Uncle. You've seen everything. 65 trips around the sun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I don't understand, Unc, is how come people let negativity keep them from the positive? How come they believe in that so much versus well, what's possible? See, what negativity does is it wears you down. Negativity puts you in a frame of mind. What the average person doesn't understand is you have absolute control over that. Because I've said this a thousand times on the show. Life is... 10% what happens to you is 90% what you do about it. See, the 10% is only big if you allow it to be big. Uh-huh. It's called life. It ain't just happening to you. It's happening to everybody. You ain't the only one that's facing challenges, hardships, trials, tribulations, ups and downs. You're not the only one. You're not the only one don't know your father. You're not the only one that's been sick. You're not the only one who lost a loved one. You're just Mm -hmm. not. You're not Mm -hmm. the only one that flunked out of school. Sorry. You're not the only one that felt neglected. You ain't the only one ain't got a man. You ain't the only Mm -hmm. one found the girl of your dreams. You're not the only one. Mm -hmm. 
So why are you amplifying the negative when these things happen all the time? Uh So Mm -hmm. you have a choice in how you look at any situation. You can look at the glass as half full or half empty. It's the same amount of water in the glass, but one of them thoughts make you grateful and the other one makes you despondent. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, for the water in my glass. I'm drinking my glass. My glass is half empty. It's almost gone. Mm. It's it's down. The levels is low. Mm. Negativity. Negativity, man. And Mm -hmm. once you allow that to take root and seed in your mind, it spreads like a virus. You got COVID in the brain. Hmm. Oh, man. Mm. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. Boy, I choose minister. life. Yes, yeah. sir. All yes, the sir. time. Yeah. I choose optimism. I choose positivity over negativity. Yes, I choose sir. God. I got no problem bigger than my God. So bring it on. Amen. This too shall pass. You yes, better it ask will. Me something, yeah. Yes, it will. What? what? That yes, sir. Yes, sir. Round the sun. That's why you spit it off. We'll like be that. back to run that break back. Hit this Whoa. man in here preaching. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, time to start your morning off with Run That Prank Back. What you got, nephew? You I got, got the cake lady. Let's okay, go. Okay, then. Enough said. Cake lady, come on. Cake, this is Barbara. Uh, yeah, I need to ask you, what, what kind of cakes do y'all make at this place? Well, sir, we make all occasion cakes. Birthday cakes, anniversary cakes, wedding cakes. Pretty much whatever you need. What you looking for? Do y'all be making adult cakes? Yes, sir. A few adult cakes. You know, uh, bachelorette parties and, uh, you know, wedding. What exactly are you looking for, sir? No, no, no. The problem is, is this right here. I ordered a cake from you all on Saturday. Uh-huh. It was supposed to be delivered to my daughter's school on Tuesday. And, you know, she in junior high school, 13 years old. The cake was supposed to have Hannah Montana on it. And it was supposed to say, happy birthday, now, the cake get delivered over there today, and I can't for the life of me believe that this has happened. We in her classroom, all the classmates is in there, some teachers in there, the principal then came down. We finna have cake and ice cream for the kids, but when they open up the cake, it's a man's private part on the cake. What? Oh, no, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No. We have never made a mistake like that. Y'all now, made that I know mistake. I'm Y'all made that stuff. mistake. I've been calling this place all damn day. Y'all done made this damn mistake, and somebody gonna pay for this. I got we thirteen. Did not make that mistake. I got thirteen-year-old kids. No, you gonna have to lower it down now, okay? Because we can't get nothing settled if you yelling and I can't hear you, okay? I need to now, lower it down. Sir, you should have lowered that private part off that cake. That's sir, what you should have done. Sir, what is your name? My name is Trevor. And now, where was the cake supposed to be going? Middle school. Middle school. Now, where was it delivered, sir? I just don't see that's this it right there. You can't remember. That's how y'all made the damn mistake. Sir, please just answer the question so we can get this settled, sir. No, what who is the owner there? Excuse me, I am the owner. My name is Barbara. Now, if you give me the information, I'll try to make this thing right because it couldn't have been my company. Are you absolutely sure, sir? I'm positive. Y'all is the ones that delivered the damn cake. Listen, I got all these 13-year-old kids and they're traumatized, and the, the teachers and the oh, principal oh, okay, okay, are looking at me crazy. I, I, because I y'all didn't deliver the wrong damn understand. cake. Sir, but I need you to calm down just for a minute. Let me ask you this. Wait, wait, wait. You want me to calm down? You should have took that private part down I, I off the cake. I can understand. I can understand, but I don't think it was my company, okay, because we've never made a mistake like that. Now, we're very careful with that kind of stuff. Now, sir, hold on one minute. 
Come here. Do you know anything about a cake delivery, a Hannah Montana cake, going to middle school today? Uh-huh. Yeah, did y'all make any deliveries? Okay, thanks. Sir, I just talked to my driver, and he's been with me about eight years, sir, and we've never had a problem like this. He's never delivered a cake over there, sir. Are you sure it was my company? This damn show this place, lady. It's this place. Your driver lying. Uh, you, know, you know, mistakes can be made, but I cannot. You can't make no mistake like that when you got a man's private part in, a, uh, in front of a bunch of 13-year-old kids sir, at a junior high I can high understand. School. I would be upset, too. I have children, too. So I can understand what you're trying to say, but, sir, what I'm trying to tell you is this is not my company you're talking about. We wouldn't have done anything like that. I've been in business for 13 years. What is your name? My name is Barbara. Okay, so you're the one behind all of this on this damn cake that's supposed to be Hannah Montana and wind up being a man's private part on the uh, cake. Sir, come on, uh, stop and think about this. You know, you'll think about it. We would not deliver a cake to, to a about... high school, an adult cake to a school. Now, I, I understand you upset. Listen, I really lady, do you understand you what has happened at my daughter's school? I, and I apologize for it, sir, but I don't believe that you ordered the cake from my company. Okay? As a matter of fact, we make cakes on Friday, sir. Wasn't no cake delivered today. Sir, it's a Tuesday. Hey, what the hell? I mean it's a Tuesday. Ain't nobody eating cake on Tuesday? Sir, I have told you that that couldn't have happened here at my company. Okay? Okay, okay. let me now, tell I don't you. Know. Okay. I, I'll be happy to make a cake for you, sir, and to send it to your daughter. But, sir, it wasn't my company. That I don't want no more damn cakes. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you what I'm finna to do, lady. I'm finna call my lawyer. I'm finna get with the police, and I'm coming over there to shut that down. You won't sell a cupcake when I get through with your... Oh, sir, you know what? Now, you done gone too far. Let me tell you something. This is my business that I done worked for 13 years to build. You ain't finna come up in here and do a... I'm finna shut that down. You come up I'm here and find more down. icing up your... Your mammy won't even know who you are. You need to get off my phone with this... That's some ignorant... In the first place, sir, how dare you call me with that shit? And what the shit is your name? I already told you my name is Trevor. What, that... Trevor? Bring your shit up here and I got something for you. Bring your and the police. Do you think I'm going to let some little like you come jeopardize my business? I've been in business too long. I know what the I'm doing. Now, I don't know who the you call, but it will show not my company. Do you understand me. I understand everything you saying, and I understand when I get over there, I'm going to shut it down, me and you, the police. You won't come out here and get your set down, and you're going to have a daughter crying over your Now, I done told you what my company. Now, get off my phone. Do you hear me? I got one more thing I need you to say to you, lady. It's thing to tell me talking about shutting down my company. Yes, I, I got one more thing. Is you listening to me? I ain't listening. What you got to say to me? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. That. Oh my God. Oh. 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 Son of I gotta get off this phone. Oh my God. I'm a killer. I'm a killer. Bye. Hello. Oh my God. Oh my God. Please tell me I'm not on the radio. No. You ain't on the radio now, but you're going to be on there in the morning. Oh, Lord, no, no. My preacher and everybody else going to be on it. Oh, my God. I'm going to kill that <laughs> I'm going to kill it. I'm going to get me a cake and go to her job and <laughs> up. Lord, oh, Lord. Y'all going to get somebody <laughs> up playing like that, you know? Oh. She's going to have to look out every day. She ain't going to never wear it's coming from. I'm going to be like the thief in the night on her <laughs>
<laughs> Miss Barbara, I got to ask you one more thing. What is what is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Y'all what? Hey, can you make a can you make a socket to me cake? Yeah, I can make a socket to your cake, but you better hope it ain't got a gun in it. Y'all don't mess around, and get <laughs> around messing with somebody like that. They business now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. Coming up next, we will ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, still trending this topic right here. Blue Ivy, the big spender at the wearable arts gala hosted by her grandmother, Tina Knowles Lawson and her husband, Richard Lawson. We'll tell you all about Blue Ivy and her bidding at the auction. Erica Badu is in the entertainment news. She's talking about menopause and Senator Ted Cruz got booed so hard at the Yankees (laughs) versus Astros game. Yes. yes, They shot the finger at him and everything. Everything. I loved it. I loved every (laughs) bit of Yes. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour, but right now it's time for Ask the CLO. Here we go, Steve. Val in Newark. She said, my fiance went to Mexico two weeks ago for his last trip as a single guy. He sent a selfie to let me know he made it. I saw a girl's foot and ankle bracelet in the picture behind him. He claims he he took the picture in the lobby, and I'm tripping. Why are men so defensive when they get caught in a lie? Am I tripping? He took the picture in the lobby. Mm Mm-hmm. What's the lie? People wear so, ankle bracelets all the time. Why and is the ankle the and the bracelet in the in the picture? The foot. Why all is of she that? behind him? <laughs> so photo bombing. That's okay, photo so he's bombing. sitting like what? Show me how he did it with her foot there. I don't know, cause I don't do stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> so you gonna have your whole face in this picture with your okay. hands in front of you with mine. I have to take. I've got. I have fans. Now maybe. Maybe she don't know it. Could it be that her mm-hmm. boyfriend is Beyonce. an international Mexico star down there, and she never knew? It? That's what you go. No, that's true. With. That could happen. Yeah, no, that could he happen. could be. No, could. He no. could be a huge Mexican <laughs> caballero star, and nobody yeah, never exactly. Knows, you know, yeah, he could be a horacho dancer or something. You don't never horacho know. dancer. Yeah, yeah, you know this dude right here could be down here. You could he, he he could be down there. He, he could have oh, one hey. of the top uh, taco stands down there. You know oh, okay, uh, black dude go down there. That's all we know how to make. Could he be a famous bullfighter? Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matador, you know. Mm. Taco. I don't know how her foot got in that damn picture. Yeah. Yeah, Val. I don't think she's true. Well, he's gonna nah, have to learn how to crop, though. He's gonna have yes, to learn how to crop. Yes, he is. He's gonna have yes, to, he he gonna have to get some filters. <laughs> you you gonna have to? I don't know. Here, uh huh. Depending on the complexion of the ankle, too, that has a lot to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, Roxy in DC. Because if it's I'm... a real dark ankle, you flew that in, though. <laughs> yeah, 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 Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Got busted, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. You got to look at the color of the ankle. See, that could throw you in something. Go ahead, uh, Carl. 
All right, here we go. Roxy in D.C. says, I'm 45 and married. My younger sister cheated on a great man and she got caught. Now, my husband is very paranoid whenever I'm out with her. Her own husband has forgiven her, but my husband can't. He judges her, and it's not fair to her husband and children. How do I get my husband to get over it? Or to let it go? Let it go. What does she mean it's not fair to your sister's husband or your sister's children? Well, she's saying... Stanley ain't having it. Well, she's saying the husband, he's forgiven his wife for cheating and the children. So why is her husband tripping about it? You understand? I mean, you know, first of all, he knows it. It really ain't his business. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's paranoid of you hanging with her Mm because ain't no telling what y'all doing when y'all out. It's what he's thinking. So he's insecure. Mm -hmm. So you're married to the insecure brother. The insecure man. Your sister got a man that's a little bit more secure because he done forgave her and moved on. Baby, I'm going to let that go. Because he probably had to forgive her because of what he did. (laughs) Most dudes can be a bit more forgiving based (laughs) on what they've done. So see what he, what your husband don't know is he might have had what caused her to cheat is a problem. Mm -hmm. See. That you don't know, because most women don't just go off just to be going off. So there you have it. Most people, yeah, they don't know the inside story. So it ain't your business. But dog, what you need to do is worry about your house, take care of your family. Don't worry about your sister and her brother. It ain't your damn business. Quit acting like a girl, man. Nah, you're all off in their business. Let's move on. Fifi and Gary. She says, my husband and I are in our late 50s and we love working out. He goes out to the gym most Saturdays alone and then we go for a walk. This past Saturday, he came home and couldn't stop talking about seeing his ex and how great she looks. Would it be too obvious if I decided to go to the gym with him next week? Uh, Is it going to be too obvious? Mm-hmm. It's, feet it's feet obvious feet. the thing to do. Because <laughs> I would be there. Yeah, you going down and see just how fine she is. Yeah, yeah, I'm going. Yeah. You know, we love to work out. Well, she do too. Because mm-hmm. his ex is looking real good. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe she's loving working out more than you, and you need to go down there and see what kind of routine she got. Mm. You need to get in that Orange Theory class with her. He on the stair master, though. He on the stair master. You got to do something. She doing something that's got him him straight up confused. He came home talking about. See, when you in your 50s and you talking about your ex, you obviously is dumb. Yes. You, if I had that situation, you would never know she's that. At all. He's squatting, though, huh? He definitely yeah, she's doing all that in front of him. She, he done spotted her a couple times. You all right? You all right? Spotted her? See, but I'm going to tell you the real thing. He spotted her. He helping her out, too. See, if I... Uh-huh. I can't see none of my exes at the gym because I'm going to have to cancel the membership. Because why? Why? That reminds me. Well, because I'm, 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 I'm not. I don't, they don't have... Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't have restraining orders on them or nothing like that. What? But I am under an ongoing death threat. I'm actually in, you know, highly sought after. Oh, 
I've been said next time I see you. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. So it's best you. I heard the word on site before it was popular. Yeah. All but right. She let's had move actually on. said. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Rashida and Tupelo says I'm moving to Atlanta at the first of the year with my boyfriend. He got a great job and I will be teaching art. My mom is excited for me, but my grandmother says I'm chasing after a man and I look desperate. We're not ready for marriage. Yet, but I know it's coming. Is my grandma old-fashioned and out of touch? No, she's absolutely right. You're moving with a man with no promises. And when he get to Atlanta, Lord have mercy. Lord, Lord, have Lord. That's a wrap. Girl, you ain't going to never Welcome to the there. A, huh? Yeah, welcome to the A where the players play. <laughs> All right, thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, we have entertainment news. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. entertainment news blue ivy the eldest daughter of beyonce and jay-z was a high bidder at the wearable art gala it was a live art auction at the waco theater center in los angeles over the weekend which raises funds to support the center's artistic and youth mentorship program child 10 years old blue ivy was just casually bidding over 80 thousand dollars on a pair of Lorraine Schwartz diamond earrings. Now these are the popular earrings that once belonged to her mother Beyonce and her grandmother Tina 
And, uh, you know, Tina Lawson and her husband, Richard Lawson, they hosted the affair this year. Also, Steve, your stylist, Ellie, he styled Kelly Rowland and your daughter, Lori, for this year's event. And the theme was Harlem Renaissance. Did you see the pictures and all that? It was beautiful. Yeah, so Lori. Lori was beautiful. Yeah, that looked good. Any huh? one of my kids get to bidding like that, they're going to get their ass whooped. I'm telling you right now. $80,000? All my kids would get their butt whooped bidding like Somebody this. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. She in the auction just holding up the paddle or whatever. Yeah. We're going to put that paddle on your ass if they're one of my kids. <laughs> Hold it up one more time. Huh? Spend my another 80000 That my. age right there wouldn't even have no paddle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bidding at the auction. All right. Put your yeah, finger in there and see if it don't get snapped off. <laughs> no, that's Put your right. finger but you know what, though? You're like, it's what? all in perspective. Mm-hmm. You know? And if what they were mean? Tina's earrings and Beyonce's earrings, mm-hmm. Blue Ivy said, I got to have them, keep them in the family. Yeah, she mm-hmm. did get you know? outbidded. That ain't bad. So. Yeah, she did get it. $80,000, $80,000 going to go to her grandmama. She going to put it into the school, help the less fortunate, because she ain't one of them. That's for damn sure. <laughs> she is all she right. Is not <laughs> one of the less fortunate. <laughs> That's for sure. Okay, let's switch gears here in sports entertainment news. Republican, Republican Senator Ted Cruz, let me say that, got booed, and fans were giving him the middle finger. Did you guys see this at the Yankees <laughs> versus Astros game? I mean, they went in on your boy. They called him a racist and everything. Take a listen. You suck. You You're a disgrace. You go to out there. Reverend Trump called your wife You're ugly. Remember that? Reverend Trump called your wife ugly and then you nominated him. You're a disgrace. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Hey. Remember when Ooh. Trump called your wife ugly, then yeah. you nominated him? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Back to that part right there. We ain't letting that one go home. I love New, New York, York, boy. Thank you, Then you nominated him? <laughs> huh? Hey. When you he called me? your wife ugly, you nominated, you nominated him. Well, uh, how many times you just said this on this show? Like you could never let that go, right? Oh nah, man, dog. He talked about his father and his wife. Yes, yeah. he did. Trump. And he would yes, never he vote did. for such a man. Now nah, he the biggest Trump supporter because he a coward. That's crazy. He's yes. a coward. Yes. Yes. Finally. But yes. but but to me though, half of the Republican Party is cowards. First mm. of all, you're going along with this lie. Y'all know good and hell well the election wasn't stolen. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, they right. done built a whole that campaign part. on that because Trump told them to. Because they scared of him. Mm-hmm. They scared of QAnon. They scared of them uh, hillbillies climbing over that wall. They scared of that <laughs> dude with them horns on his head with that spear in his hand. That's a costume, dog. That ain't he nothing but jail. a man right there. He, he's in jail. He's serving he is time. He's in jail. For his but actions. see, right here, though, I, you can't scare me with your costume. Right. Right, 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 right. Can't about you got a Viking helmet on with some horns. <laughs> Partner, when I get on the other side of that spear, I got something for you. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, and let me tell you this. The booing continued for Ted Cruz. So Monday, yesterday, he was a guest on The View, and audience members, they loudly started protesting against him being on the show, Cruz's appearance, 
So the show was forced to go to commercial break because <laughs> members of the audience was cussing Ted Cruz out. They was, they was at the game the night before. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the view is still in New York. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Oh, you thought you were going to come on the morning show and get away from us? Them was our kids at the game. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's exactly Ooh. it. So, yeah, uh, I loved it. But I want to hear that sound bite one more time. Yankees fans, come Ted on. Cruz, hit it, Dave. You suck. You you go to I can play that all day right there. <laughs> I love it. Your wife ugly and you nominated her. Oh, I love it. That is funny to for me. Real. Funny to me. And so finally, mm. let's get this in. Ladies, our girl Erica Badu is 51 years old and she recently posted on on Instagram. She did a shout out to women in menopause and taking care of their body and 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 nutrients and mind, body and soul. You know Erica Erica can, can can really get deep. But she says she missed having babies, but she's happy to be at the age where she can share her wisdom and knowledge. And she went on to say it's hot. <laughs> having hot flashes and mood swings. Go. Yep, yep. So, Erica, a lot of women out there, we feeling you, but you looking good. You are aging very well. We love us some Erica Badu. Yeah, we do. All right. When we come back, 20 minutes after the hour, we are pushing it, voting, talk, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Early voting has started in Georgia, Texas, North Carolina, Florida, Tennessee, and Nevada. The midterm elections are very important. 435 House seats, 35 of the 100 Senate seats are on the ballot. 36 out of 50 States will elect governors. Right now, Florida is leading the country in early voting with more than 1.2 million Florida voters. They have already casted their midterm election ballot. Meanwhile, former President Barack Obama, actress Kerry Washington, and Oprah are all campaigning in Georgia for... Stacey Abrams, Democratic gubernatorial candidate, Stacey Abrams. We have to get out and vote. And we are campaigning for her also on this show. Absolutely. But we are are also campaigning, and I don't know all the names, of every governor, senatorial race across this country. Mm -hmm. In these midterms, everybody that hears our voice, voting Mm -hmm. is critical. We've got to get to these polls. This is an important election. It is time to stop allowing the minority to control the majority. That's what's an amazing thing, man. I don't know if you all paying close attention to this, mm-hmm. but they've always, that party has always tried to control the minds, the lives, the thoughts of other people. Mm-hmm. And we of all people should understand full well what has been done in terms of control. I mean, look, man, they've had us under the thumb since we got here against our will. Right. Nobody got on the slave ship thinking they were going somewhere wonderful. Mm -hmm. No. Nobody came over in luxury cabins. 
No, sir. No, sir. No. So we came here against our will. Now, for those of you that think this is the greatest country, this is a great country. This country has a lot of great attributes to it. I've been afforded an incredible lifestyle here. We ain't talking about that. We talking about the forgotten ones. We talking about how hard it is to get to where you want to go because of the color you is. Now, if y'all don't understand that, then just go ahead and review your life. How difficult has it been for you to climb the corporate ladder, to get the job you've always wanted, to get the pay you've always wanted, to get the voting rights you've always wanted, the education you've always wanted? Hmm. How would it feel for you to lose the fear of your children walking down the street wondering if they're going to come home? Mm-hmm. How do you talk to your sons and daughters about being pulled over by the police? It's time to stop some of this stuff, man. It's time. We have to vote. Go to whenweallvote.org. Check your registration. Check your, your rights. Check your polling place. Make yes. sure you are ready to vote. Vote early and vote now. That's it. You heard it. Coming up, we will check Steve's voicemail right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time to check Steve's voicemail. And if you want to leave a message for Steve, you can call 877-29-STEVE and leave a message. Are you ready, Steve? Stay. All right, here we go. Robert, he left a message about the, uh, remember yesterday we were talking about the teenage girl who stole money when we were talking with Sister Odell? from the grandmother and passed it out at school. Well, Robert has a comment, or he left a message Mm. about that. Hey, Steve Harvey, Robert calling. Just want to let you know that my granddaughter went in my desk and took $100 bills, went to school, and passed them out to the kids. We were able to get most of it back, but some of the uh, kids didn't uh, say they had it. Just want to let you know that happened to us, too. Take care. Oh, you ain't getting it back now. If I get that hundred. If my son get that hundred, you ain't getting it back. <laughs> See, we all talking about this hundred that didn't get, that, that they didn't give back. The story is what happened to granddaughter. <laughs> now, obviously, he looking at this a little bit different. Robert kind of thinking it's cute and funny. We got all of it back. Some kids say they didn't. Okay, right. Uh, right. Yeah, thanks for calling, man. That ain't the story I'm looking for, though. What's the story <laughs> you're looking for? I need somebody to call in and tell the story about what happened to the grandbaby that took the hundreds to the school. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know uh, I'm going down there and try to get it back, but I'm talking about now. Well, is the deeper story is what happened to the baby that took the money and passed it out. You what, know, like what? we UNICEF or something yeah. up in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, what would have happened if you were a yeah, kid and someone money. gave you a hundred dollars at school? Yeah. Wait, if I took my daddy's money to school. Either way, you took it. If or I you... took Slick Harvey's money to school, <laughs> he wouldn't be here. First of all, there is no Steve Harvey show. <laughs> uh, man, I, it, it, that's unthinkable. It is. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, it's just, it's nothing in me that could do that. I, it's, it's the fear yeah, to steal yeah. of getting parents. caught. That now. Go ahead. Next question. You just messed my morning up. Oh, Junior, you went there. All right. This caller, his name is Daryl. He left a message about voting because that's what we've been talking about a lot is voting. So let's check out Daryl's message. Hi, Steve. This is Daryl. I just wanted to point something out to you. I was actually in the McDonald parking lot Saturday and I heard you on the radio encouraging us to go out and vote. And you said that 
When was the last time one of us took a poll? Never. I'm 53 years old. I've never been polled. Uh, so I don't, like you, I don't know where they get in these results. I've never known not one black person that has uh, participated in a poll. But it, I've been telling people this for a while now. I mean, back in the 20s, the Republicans used to say it on the television. Black people really decide the poll. White people are divided 50-50. We tilt the scale. We tilt the scale. Say one more thing, because this is something that's not said. I said, I've been telling everybody that if black people were to lose their rights in this country, which we would never sit back and allow that to happen. But if we did, the next group of people to lose their rights would be white women. And I'd love to expand on that, but I know you're busy and I'm not going to. I love listening to you, man. You're all we have out here. Bill does things, uh, but man, you, man, you're all we have. Man, you're my inspiration. You keep us all. Man, uh, there's just so many things I'd like to say to you. I'm going to take care and God bless. Oh, very nice. Look, man, we, 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 we just got to vote. We yeah, just got to vote for so many reasons, man. We, we've already proven in the last election that we are the tipping factor. We are the ones who make the call. Mm-hmm. The reason we don't get polled is because there's no need to poll us because they take polls and disperse the information to fit what they need to fit. They create a narrative with the polls. That's it. So they don't ask us about what the polls are because they don't know where we are. First of all, they ain't coming to your neighborhood to poll you. Hmm. No posters coming through the hood talking about who y'all voting for. They assume X percent won't vote, and they assume that a certain percentage will vote a certain way. But they really don't know that if we make up our minds and come out in numbers, that we can turn any election around. I got a feeling we're going to show up something this year. Yes, We don't know anybody that's been polled. Ever. Ever, ever. That's That's crazy. That is crazy. That is crazy. Coming up, the nephew, he has a today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, Shirley Strawberry, she left us the strawberry letter. And the subject for today is she gave him exactly what he wanted. She gave him exactly what he wanted. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got? We're going to head on down to the church, Carla. Okay. That's what we're going to do this morning. We're going to head on down to the church. This right here is Make a Wish Ministry. Make Hmm. a Wish Ministry. A what? Make a Wish Ministry. What? What? Shut up. I'm not going to do this with y'all today. Make a Wish Ministry. Who wish wash? What happened? <laughs> I'm doing very well with my W's. I'm uh, tell y'all, okay? okay? All right now. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. <laughs> whether the weather be cold oh, or whether the weather be hot, <laughs> whatever the weather, we in this together. Whether we like it or not. He got a little okay. attitude, too, Jiggy. Yes, I do. Yeah. Thank you for that, T. One day I'll tell y'all when I went out with Wanda Williams and I met the whole Williams family. Don't start. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate that, T. Thank you, man. Make a wish ministry. Aww. Let's go, cat dog. New 
Baptist. This is Terrence. May I help you, please? Brother Terrence? Yeah. Uh, how you doing? I, I got your uh, your number. You you with the uh, over the church? You with the Make a Wish Ministry? Yes, I am. I may help you. Well, listen, I'm 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 actually uh, I'm 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 terminally ill, brother brother Terrence, and uh, I I don't you know as far as what the doctors tell me, it it, it could be six months or, or another year, but I know uh, my time here is, is is definitely limited, you know. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but we're definitely here to help you out with whatever you need or whatever we can help you with. So what can we do for you? Well, you know, I I, I truly believe that sometimes people have, you know, I've seen one of them old movies they got where they got a bucket list or whatever they call it, you know, and people trying to do things before they leave here. I, I guess I'm just sitting around trying to figure out what I could do and what I wanted to do before I, I, I left this world and went on to what he has for me next. I, you know, I, I don't believe in, in doing anything unless uh, it's prayed on first. Oh, yeah. Uh, if, if, if you don't mind, maybe you can, uh, you know, before I even tell you my wish, we we pray that the wish will come true. You you you, you, you mind doing anything like that? Oh, no, I don't mind praying. That's what we're here for. Uh, bow your head with me. Yes, 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 sir. Is your head bowed? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, it is. Father God, we come to you in the humblest way we know how. Yeah. Lord, we ask you to touch this young man in every which way he hurt. And then we ask you to deliver him for whatever is going on with him and let him know that we, the church, is here to help him with whatever his needs is in his last days. In Jesus' name I pray. Say amen with me. Amen. 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 That's going to do it. He's amen. Do it. Amen. Now, you a member of the church here of New? Well, I I I, I was a member. I, I still consider myself a member. It's just been quite some time, probably over a year and a half, two years since I've been able to come. You know, due to my my illness. But uh, uh, definitely, I was a member there. Well, that's all right. We're not worried about all that. We just here to take care of your last and final wish. That's what our ministry right. is for. You yep. know, we helps people with. With with anything they they need, you know, like uh, what 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 all? I mean, when when people call and want things, what all of you you all what all of y'all helped them with? Well, we've uh, helped them with their rent, uh, take them to the store, uh, help them with a utility bill, come out and cut the grass, anything like that that they just can't do. Take them to the doctor's appointment, anything we'd like to help them with, we do exactly that. Okay, well, I I I pretty much got those things taken care of. I I think what I'd like to do between you and and, and myself, brother Tan, I've never told anyone what I'm about to tell you. Uh, I I've I've never been with a with a, with a woman before. Huh? I, I've 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 I'm you know I'm 38, but I've never been with a woman. Well, uh, I, I guess that might be a blessing. You might you might be pure. That's a good thing. Well, you know, but sometimes, you know, I, I guess before I leave, I, I guess that's a desire that I have. And 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 uh, what I wanted to ask you was, there is a lady there at the church. Uh-huh. And before I leave, I, I, I think that's the woman that I would actually like to, 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 to be with. Well, I don't know if Make-A-Wish Ministry can uh, support that kind of stuff, but uh, go ahead. Let me hear Okay, the, the the lady that I'm I'm actually interested in actually, uh, I, I, she works at the church too. Oh really? Well, now she she's kind of a tall. She's about five nine. 
Mm-hmm. And she's probably about a size eight. Uh, beautiful long legs, man, and 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 sandy type of hair, sandy color, sandy brown, man. And I mean, she looked like caramel. Hold on a minute. What? What's her name? Uh, I think her name Linda. Now hold on. That's my wife. What you mean? Go ahead, say it. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Linda's your wife? Yeah, that's my wife. You sorry? What do you mean? Talk. Listen, y'all are a ministry. Now, now, if y'all supposed to be taking care of people on Make-A-Wish and, and taking care of what they want before they leave this world, if that's my wish, what is the problem? Listen here, you didn't cross every line there was about this man, so I don't give a damn about it no more. You talking about sleeping with my wife. If I see you, I'm going to do something to you. They ain't going to even be able to recognize you. So what the you talking about messing with my wife, son of a... I'll call Miss Linda myself and see if she don't have a problem with helping me make my wish come true. You go right I'll ahead and call, and you won't call nobody else. That'll be the last call you make. I thought y'all were here to relieve people so they can enjoy themselves before they leave this world. You talking about sleeping with my wife. Are you crazy? But, but if I'm finna leave here, ain't nobody gonna know but you and her. I don't care if you die. I don't care. You ain't sleeping with my wife, and you fool with her. You probably going to go ahead and die quicker than you need to. I thought this was a ministry. I don't care now you, what now you Now you over there telling me about dying. Y'all supposed to be a ministry that helps people before they leave the world. I don't care what it is, but you talking about sleeping with my wife. You got an illness, but something must be wrong with your brain talking about messing with my wife. Ain't nobody going to even know I've been with your wife once I'm gone. There ain't going to be but the two of y'all. At least you would have helped me before I left No, I can't help you with nothing. And let me tell you something. I'm not the preacher. I'm not the pastor. I'm not the deacon. I'm not none of them. But if you mess with my wife, you're going to know who I am. I'm going to be the undertaker. Do you understand? I hear what you're saying, but I got one more thing I need to tell you about who I am. You ask it, you ignorant to go ahead. Let me hear. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife Linda got me to pray. No, y'all ain't. Got me to pray me, <laughs> You wrong for that. Y'all ain't recording this, is you? Man, it's recorded every last bit of Lord have mercy. Pastor ain't gonna hear this, is Oh, God. I got one more thing to ask Lord. you, man. What, what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, Ooh. radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Enough said. Stupid at his best. Yes, sir. Uh, we don't even have to King discuss it. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. November 12th, Omar Shrine Auditorium. Charleston, that low country. The nephew coming to town to grab the microphone. Nephew Tommy and friends. Tickets on sale right now. Omar Shrine Auditorium, November 12th, Saturday night. Yeah, stupid coming. You sound good. You ready? I think he gonna. I better be. Yeah. I better damn well better be. He need two mm-hmm. mics, though. Why do you okay. think he need two mics, <laughs> Steve? Yeah, put one on his mic and the other one on his throat. up next today's strawberry letter (laughs) you're listening to the steve harvey morning show something that makes me crazy is when people say well i had this career before but it was a waste and that's where the perspective shift comes that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now this is she pivots 
the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, sex, parenting, dating, work, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here. Uh-huh. Right now, today. Yes. That's right. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, she gave him exactly what he wanted. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been with my boyfriend for 11 years, and he's 11 years younger than I am. When we met, I had two children from a previous marriage, and he said he always wanted to have his own child with me. Well, we never got around to having children together, and now I can't have kids. I suspected that women his age would eventually get his attention, but I never expected him to cheat on me multiple times. I caught him texting and calling a female, so when he lied, I called a young woman to talk to her. She told me that she has a newborn baby, only four days old, and it's my boyfriend's child. My boyfriend admitted to having sex with her, but said he wanted a paternity test as soon as she and the baby could take one. Well, we found out that it is his baby, and now I have to figure out how to make this child part of our family. My boyfriend is overjoyed that he has a son, finally. I'm jealous for two reasons. First, because he cheated and the woman is beautiful and has her own business and she's been nothing but respectful to me because she didn't know about me. I'm also jealous because he has a son and I know that this bond with the baby may be stronger than what we have. I did not feel good in the beginning about dating a much younger man, but I could not help who I fell in love with. My boyfriend keeps trying to reassure me that the baby doesn't change how he feels about me. He has asked me to marry him, and I told him yes, but I feel like I'd be in the way of a great life he could have with the baby and the baby's mom. I feel like the best thing would be to let him go, but at times I want to be selfish and keep him for myself. What should I do? Wow. Now, yeah. (laughs) 
Now, now, didn't you just say that he cheated on you not one, not two, but multiple times? And he has a baby with another woman? Um, a baby that now you can't give him? Uh, the, the whole paternity test thing, that was a joke. I mean, he knew that baby was his all along. He knew it. He wanted to wait until the baby and the mama could take it. Yeah, he already knew. And, and please do not make excuses for him. This has nothing to do with your 11-year age difference. Don't, don't do that to yourself because you've been with him for 11 years. This is just a no-good cheating guy you have on your hands. I mean, after 11 years, he's just now asking you to marry him. Uh, Get out of here with that one. Uh, why now? Hmm, could it be because he cheated and got caught and now there's a baby involved and all of that? And, and you said that you've got to figure out how to make the baby a part of your family? That is really sweet of you. I mean, you know, you're a good woman here. I, I, I just, you know, I, I think you're better off without him, okay? I, I just think that. I don't think you should wait for him to let you go, like you said in the letter. I think you should let him go and move on with your life. I think you can do way better. That, that's what I think. This, this guy's no good. He's a cheater, and he's done it multiple times. Leave him. Steve? I see a, a very delusional letter here. The subject, she gave him exactly what he wanted. You've been with your boyfriend for 11 years. Who is somebody boyfriend and girlfriend for 11 years? And he's 11 years younger than I am. What? That's, when we met, I had two children from previous marriage. He said he always wanted to have his own child with me. He said that. Well, you had 11 years to work it out, but you never got around to having kids together. And now you can't have kids. So let's say, I don't know, you 45 maybe? He 36? Good guess. I'm thinking somewhere in there, or 50 and 39, I'm thinking. And I suspected, and now he would listen to me. We never got around to having children together. Y'all never got around to getting married together. Mm. Y'all never got around to defining y'all's relationship. Now you can't have kids. And I suspected that women his age would eventually get his attention. Well, the law of attraction works. And that's what it happened. But I never expected him to cheat on me multiple times. One was cool. <laughs> but you didn't expect a lot of times. Then you caught him texting and calling the female. So, so when he lied, you called the young woman to talk to her. Now, you keep calling all these women young and all this here. She told me she has a newborn baby, only four days old, and it's your boyfriend's child. Then the dude told you he's having sex with her, but said he wanted a paternity test as soon as she and the baby could take one. As soon as her and the baby. You just need one person. <laughs> now, you don't need both of them got to agree to this. What the hell can the baby say? All right. <laughs> Steve. I mean, really, you know, he four that, days that, old. That, that. Yeah. Stop that. Stop that. So, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> just cotton in your mouth. Pee on this stick, boy. <laughs> Well, we find out that it's his baby. Mm -hmm. 
And this line just came out of nowhere. And now I have to figure out how to make uh. this child part of our family. What family? <laughs> Lady, wh- what family you talking about? Mm. You ain't got no family? That ain't your husband? Yeah, what? Nah, I got to figure out how to make this child part of our family. I'll come back, I'll give you the rest. All right, part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, she gave him exactly what he wanted. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. She gave him exactly what he wanted. This lady got this boyfriend. They've been dating for 11 years. He 11 years younger than she is. She got two kids from a previous marriage, but he told her he always wanted to have a child with her. They never got around to having children together because they ain't really had no relationship, and now she too old to have kids. And I suspected that women his age will eventually get his attention that ain't, they, they had his attention back when you first got married, or y'all ain't married, dating. But I never expected him to cheat on me multiple times. You know, one or two times, maybe. But not all these damn times. And then I caught him texting and calling this girl. So when he lied and said, no, nah, I ain't talking to her, you call a young woman, talk to her. She told me she got a newborn baby, four days old, and it's your boyfriend's baby. Then your boyfriend turned around and said, yeah, I had sex with her, but I want a paternity test as soon as the she and the baby can take one. No, no, dog, listen to me. You, you don't, the, the paternity test is with the baby. You, you don't, see, one thing about, you you know it's her baby. We, we all know that. Right. It, it's her baby. It's her. Your, your your girlfriend, your old-ass girlfriend that you live with, call her and got the number from your phone. We It's her. We don't need a paternity test for her. Right. It's the baby. See, everybody know her. She the one told everybody that the baby was yours. So now you got the paternity test. It's your damn baby. Now, the lady said, once we find out that it's his baby... Now, I got to figure out how to make this child a part of our family. What family you talking about? <laughs> you don't have a family. Your family is them two kids. This dude that's 11 years younger than you, he creating another family somewhere else. Now, that's going to mess your children up when they don't see him no more. But you got to tell him he got another family somewhere. Now, your boyfriend is overjoyed that he finally has a son, and I'm jealous for two reasons. First, cause he cheated. Okay. So you just jealous about that. And the woman is beautiful and has her own business. And she has been nothing but respectful to me because she didn't know about me. So he didn't lie to everybody. Do y'all live together? Do you get that in this letter that they live yeah, together, her and the boyfriend? Live together, Steve. Yeah. Huh? I, I think they do live together. Yeah, okay. she's been with him for 11 years. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't really mean they yeah, live they together. Don't live, that doesn't mean that. Because she ain't know nothing about this woman. Yeah. So how you living there, calling, talking, where, yeah, they, maybe they, don't where they going? Mm-hmm. So now, now I'm jealous because the son, and I know that this bond with the baby is stronger than what we have. You keep talking about what y'all got. 
What are you talking about? <laughs> yes, the baby's bond is going to be stronger than the one you got. He loved the baby. Now he overjoyed. He ain't overjoyed with you no more. See, let's just keep it real. This bond, you keep creating this bond. I do not feel good in the beginning about dating. I didn't feel good in the beginning about dating a much younger man. Well, you you said that. But I could not help who I fell in love with. I understand that. My boyfriend keeps trying to reassure me that the baby doesn't change how he feels about me. See, that's true. That he making a true statement. I want you to hear to me now. The baby doesn't change how he feels about you. But now how does he feel about you? Because he done cheated on you multiple times. He ain't asked you to marry him. He's 11 years younger, and he got another family somewhere. Hell no, the baby ain't going to change how he feel about you. What do he feel about you? What, what it, what's in this for you, sister? He has asked me to marry him, and I told him yes. But I feel like I'd be in the way. L- lady, lady, lady. This little dude just trying to hang on to everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's overjoyed with his son. The chick fine, beautiful guy of business. He didn't ask you to marry him and you told him yes. You got a ring? Or did he just ask you? Because yeah, he ain't got the money for the ring, your two babies, and this new baby. But I feel like I'd be in the way of a great life he could have with the baby and the baby's mom. Because in your heart of hearts, you know that's where his head is at. True. I feel like the best thing would be to let him go. Me too. Surely do too. Mm-hmm. But at times, I want to be selfish and keep him for yourself. You've never had him for yourself. See, sister, he been with a lot of other people. Multiple. This the one that got pregnant. Yeah. See, I want to be selfish and keep him for myself. You've had 11 years to have him to yourself and ain't had him to yourself yet. He's not yours and he don't want to be yours. So sister, pull yourself together. Stop creating a relationship that ain't there. Quit talking about this bond. Let this man go on and be with that family. You take your time, move on with your life and get you somebody, get a grown ass man that ain't looking to have no more kids. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now coming up at 46 after the hour, Junior is in the building with Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Junior is here with Sports Talk. What's going on, Junior? All right, uh, let's find out how Pippen did, man. NFL oh, Week Seven. Wow. Oh my gosh, it was crazy out here. I know Tosh is feeling this one, man. Saints fall to the Cardinals, thirty-four to forty-two. Pick <laughs> Did you? <laughs> no here we doubt. go. The Bengals over the Falcons, thirty-five to seventeen. Oh, uh, come Bengals on, over the Falcons. Oh, hey. oh no. <laughs> What, what did I did I pick that one? You did, Unc. You did pick the Bengals over the Falcons. Yeah, I knew. Okay, cool. I hate the Bengals, yeah. so I felt. Mm, go ahead. Here we go, man. Dak came back to the Cowboys, man. They win twenty four to six over the Lions. Another pick. <laughs> His one that's crazy, man. Titans over the Colts, nineteen to ten. I think I missed it. <laughs> This one I couldn't even see coming, man. The Washington Commanders beat the Green Bay Packers, man, 23 to 21. 
Everybody here. missed that. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody. But imagine now, um, think about this. The Panthers, the Carolina Panthers, beat the Buccaneers 21 to 3. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> What the hell? What the hell? What the hell? What the What the hell? Man, I told you Pippin wasn't easy. Look at it. They keep winning, man. They just keep winning. New York Giants over the Jaguars 23 to 17. Picked Whoa. it. This one's going to hurt you right here, Pippin, man. The Ravens squeak out a, win, a victory over the Browns 23 to 20. They beat Cleveland. But I you, went against, you went against Cleveland? Oh, he did. Yeah, he yeah I told you. I told you everything. I wanted to win, team. but I know they weren't going to beat nothing. Lamar down. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> you must be crazy. Here's another team that keep winning, man. We, somebody check on Russell Wilson. He's struggling over there, man. The Jets Ooh. over the Broncos, man, 16-9. Excuse me. He picked it. Pimp was on one last week. Go ahead, Junior. <laughs> Here we go, man. Pimp, you owed it, man, because me and you both picked this one, man. The Raiders over the Texans. Show 38 to 20. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> that was over. Here's something that's baffling, though, man. The Seahawks keep winning over the Chargers 37 to 23, man. Come on, man. Miss Geno it. Smith is up there working this thing, man. Go, Geno. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Did you pick that with Pippin? I don't think so. That's why you got quiet. <laughs> you got yeah. quiet. See, my voice changed. I didn't have the same levity I had had with the other pitch. You know what I'm saying? It kind of fell off the enthusiasm. Well, Pippin, you did great this week, man, because you went out on the bang, man. The Chiefs over the 49ers, man, 44 to 23, man. Pick Pippin, it, you know what I'm saying? Great work. Pimp back in the game now. <laughs> All right, Pippin, on fire. All right, well, we'll yeah. come back, back at this the top of the hour. Pimp More of the Steve Harvey fire. Morning Show. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets 
basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Chad on Facebook writes, I played a prank on my wife to make a point, and now it's backfired in my face. There have been reports of cars broken into and even stolen in my neighborhood recently. My wife, bless her heart, has a horrible habit of leaving the keys in the car because we have that push start you know, ignition button, or she's leaving the car unlocked and we don't have a garage. Anyway, last night, while she was in the shower, I moved the car a couple of blocks away and just waited for her to notice. Finally, she did. She tripped out. And I told her what I'd done just as she was getting ready to call the police. Now... I know I, I was pranking her. I know I'm wrong for that, but she's missing the actual point. So question, did I really mess up or was this valid like I think it was? Either way, she's still not talking to me. Well, let me say something. Chad. This is what happens when you don't prank. And when you're not a pranker, we oh, have a okay. king of pranks on the show. Why is yes. your ass pranking? when what you should have done was called Tommy. Tommy, But oh no. (laughs) See, the reason pranks work for Tommy is because Tommy pranked people he don't know. Mm -hmm. See, you pranked a person you sleeping with. You stupid, (laughs) boo. Not a prank that backfired. She mad at you because she upset. Mm -hmm. Well, now, dog, you proved your point, but it, it, probably what you should have did, man. You should have played the prank all the way out. Yeah. That or he should have so? said nothing. How so? So just yeah. what? The car magically appears the next day? or she I mean, they're going to find it. He could do yeah, like the my police daddy. Are we found it. Yeah, we found our oh. car. We just drove around the neighborhood and found it. Yeah. Really? But don't say you the one yeah. moved it, fool. Oh, okay. Yeah, we found our daddy's car on Ashbury. We went looking for it that night. We found it. What happened? And the dude that star stole it parked it right in front of his house and took the tires off. Wow. Took the tires off? <laughs> he can yeah. park it and take the tires don't off. Don't be Excuse me, Junior, what are you writing down? I'm writing down, don't prank your wife. I'll be up there all because I just got mad. <laughs> you shouldn't Every have to. You, that shouldn't have to be something you got to write some down. Stuff no, no. Is a given. no, no. All this no, got no. to be written down. Because no, I'd no. do something stupid like that. I would. No, no, no. Would you? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He let down. him write this down, y'all. Yeah. Okay. He, he okay. gonna write a book I didn't in know a minute. You, that you he got you got down every day though, Steve. Well, you know you got to, you got to let people train themselves how they train themselves. Yeah, okay. I train myself. Huh? I got to write it down. Yeah. See, I didn't write stuff down. I just allowed scars to scale. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> if I move Jackie's car, I promise you, I'm out there looking for that car with her. I, she not gonna know I moved that damn. So car. you were yeah. riding. Well, you the king of pranks. You were riding yeah, all yeah, the way yeah. out I'm, to the end. To the end. end. I'm out there looking for a witch with a flashlight. And then call anonymously on 911 and say, hey, there's a car that looks familiar. looks like something wrong. It's right in the parking lot of the Walmart. Oh, that's the way in. I'd have stole the car and then reported the car stolen (laughs) and then found it. 
That's how you prank. Now that's you how committed. you committed. Now you committed. Then I'd have been prank. mad at her. I'd have took oh. half a day off working here trying to find your damn car. Baby, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do it. I told you, quit leaving the keys in the car. Oh, man. So how can't can he believe fix it? This. How can he fix it? Because she's not talking to him. His wife is not talking to him. This is Chad on Facebook. Yeah, How can he, he just got to, it, yeah. he got to he got to get humble and go ask for forgiveness. You made a yeah. big mistake, buddy. Yeah, yeah, you got Humility. to buy something, huh? Yeah. yeah, you got to buy something. Like what, Steve? Tell Spa him he's listening. Day package. You got Spa, to do yeah. a, a I'm so sorry gift necklace, mm-hmm. little Tiffany box. Ooh, nice. Yeah, you got you got to show up clown, fool. You stupid. Man. You're very stupid. Chad. <laughs> I'm going to open up an online, online pranking class in 2023 so you can learn yeah. how to prank. Yeah, you need to do that, nephew. You need to do that. All right, guys. Thank you for that. Coming up, we're going to have uh, more trending stories at 20 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Sometimes the best thing for mourners grieving the loss of a loved one is a good laugh. So one hilarious grandma known and loved for her sense of humor recently provided the laughter at her own funeral. Before she passed, she arranged for some gifts for those in attendance. Everyone who showed up to her funeral was given an envelope. Inside was a picture of grandma holding up her middle fingers and a small Ouija board with the words, let's keep in touch. Her granddaughter tweeted a photo of the item and wrote, what an icon. So the question is for you guys quickly, what kind of gift would you give a gift out at your funeral? And what kind of gift would you give out, guys? Oh, okay. Come on, this is. Quick, quickly. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's just be honest. Maybe a uh, type of game. No, you know no. A picture yeah. of my butt so everybody can kiss my behind. That's oh. about it. Okay. Yeah. All right, nephew. What Big about you, Steve? Yeah. Uh, you want to give? I'm gonna pass out tithing envelopes to everybody that knew me. And inside of it is gonna be a quarter. A tithing envelope. Tithing envelope. Why? So they think they're getting some money. Then I'm going to say, yeah, I know you all were expecting something, so I didn't want to let you down. <laughs> you giving a quarter out at your funeral? Oh, I knew you all were expecting something, so I didn't want to let nobody down. Quarters for everybody. <laughs> Thank you. All right, coming up, we're going to play another round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Would You Rather. Would you rather walk through a graveyard at midnight or spend a night in an abandoned house? Halloween next week. Oh, hey. No. Hey. Graveyard no, at midnight? Gra- no. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm going in that house. I'm moving. I'm keep walking. I'm gonna get out there. I'm gonna get out the graveyard. I'm eventually gonna get out of there. Mm-hmm. The house. Ain't nobody in this abandoned house. I'm gonna stay in there till the next morning, but I'm not gonna walk in through this cemetery. That's me. Well, that's me. The... It depends on where the abandoned house is at. What difference does that make? What you mean, Why? What you well, about? if it's in the hood, you ain't gonna be the only one in there. <laughs> <laughs> we got some squatters. <laughs> yeah. You got to move over. You got yeah. company. So yeah. I'm gonna be you with you walking over. around that graveyard because I'm gonna keep it moving. But what we not finna do is have all these conversations we finna have in here. <laughs> uh, all right. Here crazy. we go. 
if you came into some money, let's say $50 million, okay. would you rather invest, invest it, or spend it all? Would I 50 really? million. Would you rather invest it or would you rather spend it all? What, what is we investing for? Hell, we got 50. I mean, I know what, what is, I would do, but I'm asking you guys. 50? Oh, 50 no. million. We finna have a good ass time with 50. If you say invest, I'm spending. <laughs> that's, your, that's your investment spending. Yeah, spending. Yeah. All right. What would well, you do, Uncle? It depends million. on how old you are. But, we talking about you. I'm talking about oh, you. I'm spending mine. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Well, Investing uh, it for what? My age. I get 50 million. What I should be doing? Spending it. If you get you 50 act like you straight cash, Hell. Junior. Yeah. Junior, you need, to, you need to take your, you 44. 44. You need to take 35 million mm-hmm. and put it away. What we doing you with that other 15? You can do it every, saving ain't going to get you no money. You got to okay. invest. Okay. Saving ain't going to get you no money. Okay. You got you got to get in a compound daily interest uh thing and, and in 7 years double your money. You got to get in something like that. And that's not that's not saving. You have to invest it. And then you need to take that 15 million and get your life right. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're going around the world with that one. Yeah, we we here, Tom. Okay. Now, All right. My 50. Mhm. Yeah. Probably put the direct opposite. <laughs> Spending the 35 and investing the yeah, 15. Yeah, I'm going to set the 15 over there. Like, oh, that 35, me and Marjorie finna just let them have it. <laughs> All in the face. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to open up a new IG page. <laughs> just balling, kicking it. <laughs> Oh, man, I had a couple of more to ask you, but we're out of time. So when we come back, we'll have uh, Steve's closing remarks. And maybe we'll see Well, on closing remarks, we're going to do the two more, uh, two more Would questions. Would you rather? Yeah. Okay, right yeah, after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're going to continue with Would You Rather. Last break, we ran out of time, so we got a couple of more questions. I have a couple more questions for the guys. Would you rather now, think about this one, would you rather drink all the half-finished drinks in the bar, at a bar you were at, or eat all the half-finished food at the end of the night at the bar? Look at your face. Why is we eating all, all, all these people we don't know <laughs> You either got to drink the drinks or eat the food. Oh, Which one no, would that's you all rather? That's all that's nasty. I don't want now one. You got to pick one. You got to pick one. Would you rather? Uh, well, Tom, you know, he's a German. I'm father. going by, hey, man, you through with that? I'm, I can do that. I'm not eating behind you. 
not doing that. You eating with them? <laughs> what? It don't matter. It's well, okay, come I'm on. I'm gonna see. do all the unfinished drinks at my bar because I don't know nobody leaving drinks where I grew up at. <laughs> <laughs> so that's safe. So well, ain't nothing, ain't nothing in that glass. Ain't nothing in that glass. Ain't nothing in that glass. I ain't never seen an unfinished drink at the bar. I ain't <laughs> so you just eating ice? Yeah, huh? yeah I ain't even eating. Ain't no ice in that glass. You end up all drinking right. a roofie. <laughs> Would you rather have in one night stand or a bubble eight. bath with a stranger? Well, they wow. both strangers, right? Yeah. I yes. mean Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man. So, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what you think this bubble bath gonna lead to. I'm with Junior on that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well at least they bad. clean, I guess. So which one would but, you rather? But see, the one night stand, you can pick the one night stand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. One night stand or a bubble bath with a stranger. I can get the bubble bath with the one night stand. Either way, I'm going to clean them. Yeah, we good. I'm going, with the, I'm going with the one night stand. One night First stand. Of First yeah. of all, Tommy, I can't have no suds on my chest and don't let see, happen. See, y'all missing <laughs> oh, yeah. the point. Y'all not listening, Kev. Okay. Would you do a one night stand? Uh-huh. Or a bubble bath with a stranger. Yes, that's the question. I'm pretty sure that somebody you've been wanting to have a one night stand with. That's your okay. pick. Or you do a bubble bath with a stranger. I'm not getting in the bath because I don't know who this stranger fit to be. Okay, uh, okay, that's which my. You sitting across the tub and there's Kanye in there. <laughs> oh, hell. What? Yeah, let's go with A. Me and Yeezy? You're right. You understand? Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I'm gonna go I heard he'd be at everybody's house, but he's not going to be at my damn house. I tell you. I'm, okay. Yeah. One night stand. All right. One so night stand it in. All right. I'm, 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 I'm going to try to have Nia over here. Who? Who? Nia Long. Nia Long. Oh. <laughs> oh. <It laughs> Now's the time, huh, Junior? <laughs> Now's the time. It ain't the time. Too soon. <laughs> you, might, yeah. you might come through. <laughs> no, no. Morning, Nia. Say, no, it's going to be with a conversation you ain't ready for. <laughs> It's heavy. It's oh, gonna be It's gonna be some venting in this one. Oh, so you just think. After I hear I come, now I'm just a piece of meat now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, last one. Would you rather have a foot long nose or a foot long tongue? Give me that tongue. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna work it. Mm. Whole new career with that tongue. I can do nothing with this nose. I'm finna make history with this tongue. But I'm not gonna be Pinocchio though. I'm I'm finna make history with this tongue right here. You don't even understand. I'm gonna have so much money. I'm gonna be rich. What is that? <laughs> I want the tongue now. Yeah, I want Ladies that. and gentlemen, the light has what arrived in town. <laughs> you know what I thought about? Uh, flipping that light switch, but I ain't over there, though. Yeah. <laughs> How did he turn How the damn light on? Mm-hmm. What that boy called? He's talented. Go, Junior. You don't even understand. <laughs> Yeah. All right, yeah. that's it for Would You Rather. <laughs> yeah. like we that. had fun that's today with one. those questions. Oh, man. Yeah, we lo- oh, learned a lot about you. Oh, here come the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I should have never asked that question. Oh, they never let oh, that here come. Hey, Steve. 
Hey, say hi, Junior. Hi, Junior. So, so, okay. I don't know, but I'll be doing stuff like, hey, see, how you? You're just talking with your tongue. Yeah. So, let me ask you this, Uncle. You got this tug, right? You finna make history. What's your theme music when you turn the corner, when you coming in there? What you playing? Give me my theme music. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. Here I go. Do, do, do. Here I go. <laughs> no, no, no. Give me my theme music. That's yeah. all you gonna hear. Yeah. Here comes Steve. Right oh, man, I right bring here. tongue tied right on back though. Oh wow. Tay, 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 how y'all doing today? Hey, tongue tied. Tay, 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 Wait, tell, tell, tell. That's what I tend to do. Guess what you tend to do? To you. Yeah. Daddy? You ready? You just say you ready. Count to T. Turn to. Working it. That'll be oh, 1500. <laughs> oh, you charged? 1500. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you getting charged for this. Text. You're going to be rich, Tuck Tide. You're going to be rich. Two texts. <laughs> Who next? Teddy. Toe turn. Your turn. Stay down. Uh uh, that's it. That's where uh, you stop. Stay down. <laughs> That was great. Thank you. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, 
and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.